0: Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to identify the main conclusion. So finding the main conclusion is essential for logical reasoning, for for the logical reasoning section on the LSAT. So that's a pretty strong statement I'm making. It's essential. Why is it so important? Why is it so essential? Well, LR. Or logical reasoning, the logical reasoning section, is all about the anatomy of an argument. Simply put, an argument is the relationship between premises, which is a fancy LSAT jargon way of saying supporting points, and the main conclusion. And just to you know, be a little more practical, an argument is I'm trying to advance the main conclusion with supporting points or that fancy word LSAC likes to use, uh, premises. Um, so again, those supporting points are there to advance the main conclusion. If you can't identify the main conclusion, you can't do what you need to do in LR. If you think about it, every question in logical reasoning is about that relationship between the premises and the main conclusion. Sometimes our job maybe is to strengthen something. If you've seen a strengthen question, well, then how do we do that? What can we do to provide more support for the main conclusion to in turn make the argument stronger? If I want to weaken it, how do I take away support overall that, ad- that would normally advance the main conclusion, weakening the argument? Um, you know, assumption questions, as abstract and challenging as they can be, and I love working with students on that, if you're interested in working with me. Um, those, those questions, right, I need to do, it's all about advancing the main conclusion. If I'm not aware of what the main conclusion is, then my ability to find that missing assumption is really jeopardized. And this is true in about every question. Um, you know, you, you, you might luck out if you're not clear on what the main conclusion is. But, you know, you want your process to be effective and reliable, you deserve that. So so let's address this. Um, And again, I would say in all of LR, let me back up for a second. In all of LR, you need to identify the main conclusion. Now there are maybe two exceptions where there isn't always a main conclusion. Um, Most strongly supported questions, I just want to be accurate, most strongly supported questions and must be true questions. But even then, I would argue in solving for those questions, even though it's not about like pulling out a main conclusion per se, you're still just just the ability to do that when one does a plot. They're not always there, sometimes they are, um, but having the ability to do that, or even trying for it, even if they don't exist, can still help you. But the vast majority of questions have a main conclusion and you are at a competitive disadvantage if you cannot identify the main conclusion, really, you're selling yourself short. So I want to address how to do that today. Oh, I I want to make one other special note of a certain question type, and that is main conclusion questions, which we will address um, towards the end of this podcast episode. Main conclusion questions, right? Certainly, I'm going to identify the main conclusion there. Um, but it's a little trickier than people realize. Um, but again, just about every question in LR, even if it's not asking you for the main conclusion, it's not a main conclusion question, you need to identify the main conclusion. It is, um, it's the thrust of the argument, right? I can't understand the argument in that anatomy if I don't know the main conclusion. Okay, so let's jump in. Let's talk about how to do this. First, let's define the main conclusion. The main conclusion is, is the ultimate objective that the argument is trying to advance, the main or central point. Now, the word main is important. Notice I'm saying main conclusion. I'm not just saying conclusion, main conclusion. Um, There can be, as you may know, sub-conclusions or intermediate conclusions. Um, Those are not the main conclusion. They're conclusions. Right? There might be premises that advance those conclusions, but what makes those intermediate or sub-conclusions is that they are still playing a supporting role to advance the main conclusion. So you really want to be careful. Certainly, uh, I want you to identify, it's helpful to know these, especially for a lar- an argument part question, but for our purposes overall in LR, we always want to identify the main conclusion. I always tell my students before we advance, you know, what's the main conclusion? Now, again, there might be an exception or two or there isn't one. I mentioned most strongly supported and must be true questions. There can be exceptions there. But you always want to look to see what the main conclusion is. And again, if there isn't, that could be a special case like we talked about. But the the vast majority of times there's a main conclusion and you need to identify it as part of your process in LR. So now... We just define main conclusion. It is the main or central argument that the uh, stimulus or the argument is trying to advance in logical reasoning. There can be other conclusions, right? There can be subconclusions, intermediate conclusions, whatever you want to call them, right? But the, the thing about those is the reason they're not main conclusions is even though they're being supported by other points that are made, right? they are not – because they are also playing a supporting role – To advance another broader conclusion, they are not the main conclusion. We're looking for that ultimate conclusion that everything overall within the scope of that stimulus or that argument um, is is there to support, is being supported. Um, So here, you know, I I want to point to a, a common pitfall. A lot of people are familiar with um, the uh, identifying indicator words uh, in order to find the conclusion and i think this is where a little bit of knowledge can be a little dangerous the the reason i'm saying that is when people are first taught in a lot of these classes to identify the conclusion or again the main conclusion they see words like thus therefore as a result Uh, you're probably familiar with them if you've been studying this exam right? And and don't get me wrong, those identify conclusions, but they're not definitively going to make them the main conclusion. So the main conclusion doesn't have to have one of those indicator words like thus, therefore, in front of it, although it can. And you should certainly consider those as main conclusions, right? But just because you see the word thus in front of it or therefore. It does not mean that that is indicating the main conclusion. There's a decent chance it could very well be a sub-conclusion or an intermediate conclusion. So be careful about that. If you see those, right, consider them. But that doesn't mean the end all be all of it, that those are the the main conclusion. There are plenty of times I will work with a student. I'll say, Hey, what's the main conclusion here? As I always do when we're doing LR, I'll say, Oh, this one over here, it says thus. And I, I totally get it. I, I get where they're coming from, but I, I got to, right? They're paying me to tell the truth and say, listen, we got to address this. That's not necessarily the main conclusion. Consider it, right? But don't just, just don't just automatically assume because it is thus or therefore that it's the main conclusion. Um, while we're on this, I want to address one other thing. Just because something sounds commanding in the way it's written doesn't mean it's the main conclusion. That's another thing. Even if there isn't a thus before it or a therefore, um, sometimes people might just say, oh, well, this this sounds like the main conclusion or this appears to be the main conclusion. Careful, careful. You can even consider those too, right? If there's something that's making you wonder, fine, but you need to push it a little more and prove it. Let's talk about um, how to do that, right? so again as i mentioned before if something looks commanding it may or may not be the main conclusion and certainly if it has one of those indicator words it may or may not be the main conclusion you can consider it but you need to push it further you need to do your due diligence so let's go back to the definition of the main conclusion i mean if you think about what i said earlier i did kind of lay it out there but i want it's, to it's a lot so i want to just dig a little bit deeper and get a little more um, I'm just going to pinpoint a few key ideas here, right? The main conclusion is the main idea this argument is trying to advance. Remember, I emphasized the word main. So here's a test. If you're considering whether something's the main conclusion, if the idea is helping to support something else, then it is not the main conclusion. I'm going to repeat that again. If the idea, is helping to support another idea, it is not the main conclusion, right? Um, The main conclusion is being carried by every other point within the argument. So if I have, I'll give you an example. If I have one of those words and it says thus, right, it, it, it introduces this idea, you think, oh, well, thus sounds like the conclusion. It can be, it can be, but this is the time to use that test. If the, the the phrase that has thus or therefore in front of it is playing a supporting role to anything else, it is not the main conclusion. It's probably it's a sub-conclusion. It's not the main conclusion. Um, it is probably, you could say, oh, well, look, it's it's being supported by these other ideas. Sure, sure, right? And that's why it has thus in front of it. it we give you a few premises and then we say thus, this, you know, right, this idea. But just because it's being supported by something, it is a conclusion, relatively speaking, but it is not the main conclusion. That's what I'm emphasizing. If on the other hand, it's being supported, but it's not supporting something else, right? Within the scope of that argument, right? So if it's the overall thing that everything throughout the argument on some level is trying to support, then it's the main conclusion, right? So I could have a bunch of premises, that are supporting or supporting points that are supporting this idea, right? I could have a bunch of premises that are supporting a sub-conclusion, which in turn is going to support this idea, right? But it's the ultimate conclusion. It's the ultimate umbrella argument. It is not doing supporting. It is being supported. And um, again, remember this simple test. Ask yourself, is this supporting another idea? If so, it's not the main conclusion. Now, on the other hand, if it's being supported, whether it be directly or indirectly, by the remaining parts of the argument, then it is the main conclusion. Um, think of it like an old school picture of a queen being carried by slaves, right? Or, or her her subjects, or her, or maybe like people that are higher up in her guard or something, right? She's not lifting a finger, right? Those those uh, subjects of hers that are carrying her, right, they might have some power within the kingdom, right? They might, you know, they might be head of something or other and have people that report to them, right? Maybe they're kind of like sub-conclusions, if you will. But what are they doing? They're carrying the queen. They are not the main conclusion. The queen is the main conclusion. So again, if you've ever seen an old, pic- old school picture of a king or a queen or Cleopatra, um... Right, being carried by her servants, right? Those servants are playing a supporting role. They might very well be like sub-conclusions where maybe they've got people that serve them, but they're ultimately supporting the queen because they're you might they look big and powerful, right? They're carrying the queen, right? But because they're supporting the queen, they're not the main conclusion. At best, there might be sub-conclusions or intermediate conclusions, right? But look at the queen up top, but look at the king up top. They're not lifting a finger, right? They're being supported they're not supporting anyone. Um, I'm going to, in the show notes, put um, a blog post I wrote about this on my website, JDLSet.com, um, uh, about this. I'm going to put it in the show notes where it lays basically what I just explained out in, in text, if, if that's helpful for you. But I've also got a picture of the great Katy Perry playing Cleopatra in, I guess, one of her music videos. And she's being carried by uh, her, her supporters, I guess. Right. So she is representing, right. The, uh, it's a great, it's a great metaphor for, uh, thanks to Katy Perry, like what the main conclusion is. So check that out. Check out the, the blog post in the show notes. One other thing I want to mention, I did say I would mention main conclusion questions. There is a specific type of question, um, specifically called the main conclusion. Now, again, remember, in LR, you always want to identify the main conclusion. There are a few exceptions where there isn't one, as I mentioned earlier. But then there, then there is a specific question, I guess you would call a main point or main conclusion question. Now, be careful. Like Everything I said applies here. I right? want the main conclusion, the main idea. But I want to point something out about those in particular. This might apply to others as well. Um, sometimes the main conclusion, particularly in main conclusion questions in LR, is not embodied in a single explicit point or phrase. I want to repeat that again. Sometimes, if they're, especially in a main conclusion question, it's not going to be as simple as, oh, which one of these five sentences or which one of these five phrases is the main conclusion. Sometimes, particularly in a more challenging one, um, right, the main conclusion is the broader idea that the Parts of the argument taken together support overall, right? So it's not like I can point to, don't fall in a trap of thinking I have to point to a specific explicit phrase or sentence in the stimulus to find the main conclusion, if they're asking for the main conclusion. Um, You can, it's often the case, but sometimes it's not embodied in a single specific sentence or phrase, rather... Um, it's a little more complex than that. As a whole, all of the sentences and phrases are coming together to um, uh, support a broader main conclusion that, again, is not embodied in a single specific phrase. Um, just be on the lookout for that. That's the only thing I wanted to just point out to be careful about, particularly when the question is specifically a main conclusion question. I realize that I'm going all over a lot of information here, and... Um, Not the, the, I I love doing this podcast, but the medium of, of pure audio isn't always perfect. So uh, some of this might not be as clear. So feel free to rewind, listen to it again. Um, and check out the show notes for the blog post. Sometimes when you see something in text, that can be helpful too. Sometimes it just seeing it in different mediums can help. So check that out. Thank you for your time. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.